Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Well, blessing everyone. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me on the Word Podcast. We're going to jump right in it today because we're covering several verses. I want you to see what the entirety of something is. We're looking at the Feast of the Lord. Okay, we're looking at the Feast of the Lord. And we learned in the last episode that the first feast that the Lord gave to His children was the feast uh, that would be called Passover. Okay, we haven't named it yet, but we're about to see it. So let's go back to Exodus 12, which is where the Lord uh, says something about this. As a matter of fact, most of the feasts are delineated in, in uh, Leviticus 23. But in Exodus 12, he gives insight to the uh, Passover. So in verse 1, he says this, and I'm going to read the previous six verses, then we'll flow into the next seven. Now the Lord said to Moses, And Aaron, in the land of Egypt, this month shall be the beginning of months for you. It is to be the first month of the year to you. Verse 3, speak to all the congregation of Israel, saying, On the tenth of this month they are each one to take a lamb for themselves, according to their father's household, a lamb for each household. Now if the household is too small for a lamb, then he and his neighbor nearest his house are to take one according to the number of persons in them, according to what each man should eat. You are to divide the lamb. Verse 5, your lamb shall be an unblemished male, a year old. You may take it from the sheep or from the goats. You shall keep it until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it at twilight. And so we see that this lamb was to be kept from the 10th day when they selected it to the 14th day. So there were four days when they're supposed to have this lamb. And then they were to sacrifice the lamb, and they were to do it all at the same time. In between the evenings is what that at twilight means. Now, verse 7, Moreover, they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses in which they eat it. Just a little sidebar here. Can you imagine how strange that sounded? How weird that must have been? to hear this and say, well, what is this all about? God's given the instructions here to Moses and to Aaron. And now he's saying, okay, make sure that when you sacrifice them that you put blood on your house, that you spread it on the doorway of your house. And not just any house, but the house where that's going to be eaten. Now, verse 8, they shall eat the flesh that same night, roasted with fire, and they shall eat it with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Again, the Lord is very, very precise here. Every one of these elements uh, has import and has uh, insight and has revelation. There's purpose to it. Verse 9, do not eat any of it raw or boiled at all with water, but rather roasted with fire, both his heads, his head and his legs alone with his entrails. Verse 10, and you shall not leave any of it over until morning. But whatever is left of it until morning, you shall burn with fire. Now, the Lord has given me the recipe for how they're supposed to go about sacrificing this lamb, how they're supposed to cook it, even how they're supposed to eat it, what they're supposed to do, 
<clears throat> with their leftovers, with the remaining. And you think, well, what is this? What's the purpose of all this? Verse 11. Now you shall eat it in this manner, with your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Ooh, well, that's where it's named. It is the Lord's Passover. Well, you start a question, well, what, why is it called Passover? What does that mean? Does it have some relevance to it? Uh, I think the Hebrew word is Pesach. Okay, so we know about that. Uh, a lot of us may well have participated in what's called a Passover meal, uh, a Seder. And the word Seder simply means service, okay, which commemorates this Passover. But why Passover? Well, the Lord explains in the next verse. So often with questions like this, folks, the Lord will give us answers, will give us understanding if we'll just read the next verse, if we just read the context, if we just read the, the Word of God, you'll find what it is. You wouldn't believe how many times I hear people preaching and teaching. They'll sit there and say, well, I'm, I don't know about this, and I wonder about this. I don't know why this is. And if they had read the next verse, they would have seen the answer. You know, it, it just amazes me. It really does. So uh, here it is. I'll start with verse 11 again. Now you shall eat it in this manner, with your loins girded, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. And you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Verse 12. For, F-O-R. So that word for it gives you the idea because of, in light of, in other words, here's why I'm calling it Passover. Here's the reason you must do this. Okay? For I will go through the land of Egypt on that night and will strike down all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, both man and beast. And against all the gods of Egypt, I will execute judgments. I am the Lord. And you say, well, well, that's interesting, you know, but what does that have to do with me? What does that have to do with putting blood on the, and eating an animal in a particular kind of way on a particular day? That precise? He tells us why. Verse 13, the blood shall be a sign for you on the houses where you live. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you and no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land of Egypt. Why did God do it this way with his children at this time? Why was he explaining this to Moses and to Aaron? He was saving them. And he was saying this, I'm going to send forth what we call the death angel, but I'm going to send forth judgment that will be executed upon the land of Egypt. And the firstborn of man and of beast will die up, all upon the land. If you do not want to die, then here's what you do. You take that lamb aside on the 10th day, you do the 14th, you, you sacrifice the lamb, you put the blood over the doorway. If you do this, then I will pass over. That's where the name comes from. That's the reason he said it. And no plague will befall you to destroy you when I strike the land. And you say, well, okay, that's great, that's wonderful, but what does that have to do with me today? Here's what it has to do with us. This was a sign to them. It was a sign where the Lord would pass over them. The blood is a sign to the Lord still to this day. If you're covered by the blood of the Lord Jesus, we will be passed over when it comes to the wrath of God. Yes, we will under, uh, 
undergo trials, persecutions. Yes, we will even be here for the wrath of Satan. Okay, we'll be here for the wrath of Satan. Well, you know, the great tribulation, people say, well, we won't be here for the great tribulation. Yes, we will. Because the great tribulation is the wrath of Satan being poured out upon Israel and upon the church. The wrath of God is something different. That will be poured out upon all mankind who does not believe. And those of us who do believe, we will be spared. Jesus fulfilled what was presented here in the Passover. And we'll see more about that as we go along. And so for today, let me just encourage you with this. Meditate upon these scriptures. Read these scriptures on your own as we go through these feasts of the Lord. And you're going to receive such insight as to what the Lord has done for us that you can do nothing more or less than just shout and rejoice and praise Him, which is what we're called to do anyway, right? <laughs> anyway, again, I thank you so much for being with me. I'm Dale, and I'll see you again next time.